Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. How is everyone? Hope you're doing good. I'm doing good. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. Well, actually, I'm going to share hosting duties a little bit here with my guest, who we all know and love, and it is Casual Fridays, Nancy Mass Fridays. Let me get my buttons pushed here. Okay. And uh, it's great to be here. We're on the cusp of the 4th of July, and I'm talking cusp of the 4th of July. And... Uh, I don't know what plans you have. I'm probably going to be with family and whatnot uh, celebrating. So just an FYI and a heads up, we will have a show on the 4th, uh, but it's a pre-recorded show, so you guys can watch it at your convenience. You know, I'm not going to be in studio live. However, it's going to be a good show. The guest is Ryan Peterson, and he's going to talk about paranormal accounts in the Bible. Plus, we got to talking about other things, too. It, was, it turned out to be a fa- fabulous enjoyable interview because he's very knowledgeable about UFOs and all kinds of stuff. So I think you guys will like it. Anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. I still have the AC going, but uh, temperatures are going to be down through Wednesday. So I'm looking forward to that, finishing off my yard, my house, and doing all that good stuff. Word of warning today, okay, is that I have one contact in. So as we do these things that I'm reading off on, reading your uh, comments, you're going to see me put one eye, one hand over my right eye from time to time so I can read them. The issue is, and I think Nancy can verify for this, when we were growing up, the, our mothers always had a saying about kids that wore thick glasses or people that wore thick glasses and that they, they wore what they called bottle cap glasses. Because the glass in your, you know, your glass in your glasses was so thick that it resembled bottle caps. I have bottle cap contacts. So the problem I have is that my right eye is the one that's the troublesome eye. So it's always, so these are having it in stock or it's on back order because they have to custom make it. So that's the issue now. I'm waiting. The, the, the left eye is in, but the right eye isn't in. So I'm on back order. So if anybody's worn temporary contacts, they know that when you get them, they're not for your prescription. They're not the fit for your eye. So after a while, they start to get real gnarly. And, and they start to get to where either they rip, they get too soft, or they don't want to sit right on your eye. And that's what's happened with the right eye. Is it doesn't want to sit on my eye. It floats around, so I can't see through the right eye. So I'm better off not putting it at all. So what will, like I said, what will happen is you're going to see me lean forward and enlarge the screen. Thank God for touch screens. And then I'll be putting my hand over my eye like this and reading your comments. I was going to wear a patch, but it looks too offensive. <laughs> too much pirate going on. Anyway, Nancy's coming on tonight. We all know about Nancy. We're going to talk to Nancy in a minute here. And uh, I just want to let you guys know that uh, I, I, I love every, each and every one of you for following me and helping me out here. Because without you, I wouldn't be here still. So I really appreciate it. Okay? Uh, if you're watching from Facebook, please hit that follow button. If you're watching from Twitch, please hit the follow button. And if you're watching from YouTube, there is a little ghost down at the bottom right-hand corner. I'm looking at this. Oh, I know what I'm looking at. Okay, there's a little ghost right at the bottom right, right-hand corner over there that you can click on. 
And there's over 250 videos over there of varying topics. So I think there's something for everybody. Jerry! Jerry's back! All right! Oh, Nancy's reading was right. Look at that. I'm going to post this, Jerry. Okay, I'm going to put this on the screen here. Hang on. See if I can still see to do that. Let me, let me show this so Nancy can see it. Yeah, look at that. Right on the money. See that, Nancy? Nancy's in the green room. Yeah, she sees it. Okay, so on that note, I'm going to bring Nancy in. But yeah, if you guys could subscribe, if you guys can, you know, follow, that would be great. I would really appreciate it. The more, the merrier. Um, we're over on TikTok. We're getting more followers on TikTok. We're starting to build momentum over there. TikTok's a totally different world, I'll tell you. But anyway, let's bring Nancy on. I'm going to shut up now. Hello. You know, I, there's no way for me to remember what I tell people. You know, especially <laughs> the other day I had 15 people and someone got back to me. Oh, I did this the right. And I go, which one was that? <laughs> I go, ah. so Jerry, yeah, I pick up what I pick up. I always tell people. We all have the gift. I've been practicing using this gift most of my life, but in you know, off and on, off and on. I, when I was young, <laughs> I'm ancient now. Uh, we didn't use the word psychic. Uh, the family, my mother didn't approve of it, uh, but it came full force in high school. And uh, I like boys, just like a red girl, and uh, wanted to dates, and uh, I could feel which one I've, I could sense. And I got real good at canasta and, uh, you know, that game where you put the cards on the ground and you have to match them with something else. I can't remember what it's called, but I was really good at some of these things. And then it kind of disappeared until I got married and had children. And it's been there all my life. And then uh, kind of cancer, divorce got me into looking at the purpose and the reason why we were here. It kind of opened this door for me to explore. And after two years, I gave up a 24-year career Pacific Bell as an engineering supervisor making security, making good money for this. And I just took that leap of faith. Oops, animals. <laughs> and um, it's really kind of amazing. But I, I there's days when I don't own it. I just use it. I don't want to because I don't want anybody to think it's going to my head. I'm in awe, totally. I surrender to it. I allow it. And I always tell people I'm going to get something or I'm not. You be a spirit person next to you or not. Or you're not supposed to have this information because you're afraid. I am just a tool. And by owning that aspect of it, keeps you in check. I'm the last person in the world to say I'm better than somebody else. Oh, my gosh. Heavens, I hope there's a whole bunch of people better than I am that show the progress if you stay with something long enough. At my age, I'll probably work another 10 years, maybe. <laughs> in my mid-80s. So uh, you're going to talk to me sooner than later. And I'm kind of getting myself in the public eye. Um, 15 years I was in public, uh, all through California. If there was a big event, I was at it. Uh, um, Valentine's Expos had these huge, big, and I was there. People recognized me, my voice. And because of writing eight books, I'm going to write eight more books. And you can see one of them behind me. Uh, where's the other one? <laughs> so I wrote, wrong way, anyway. There's another, the ghostly wife is what you're seeing. And then the other side of it is the unwilling sacrifice. And I dreamt these books. And then Sky Rip is another one. And I need some enthusiasm from the audience. If you want me to write these, I've got to know. And of course, uh, Karen Rossi and I are going to do possessions. Uh, that's a good one. Ghost possessions. 
And uh, that's what my ghostly wife is based on is possession. And there's so many that I need to tell the story to. And I have eight lined out already. So that's why I'm doing this. And I love this. If anybody wants a new podcast, jump right in. It's amazing. I know you can't, I can't see you, but I can still read you. I can sell sense when someone is in the, excuse me, like, <laughs> trying not to go there. <laughs> Watch her eyes. She's doing something. Everybody that won something last week, we'll, we'll be getting those out to you. It's been a wild week. And uh, I'm just getting caught up. In fact, what? Oh my, next show we do. We have a we have something to tell you, and I have something to share with you guys. What's that? Can you give a hint? Let's just put it this way: I got goose by a ghost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to do that tonight. Oh, we could. We, we, we should do that tonight. Why don't you we know, do that? What the no, hell? The, 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 you know, if the audience wants to wait for you to come at the end, we may go a little longer than an hour. And uh, I would probably put a header on there if we get to it, because I do want to talk about, oh, man, life is just bad. And then all of a sudden you recognize a stranger and you go, oh, my God, I fall in love with this guy. And I'm 10 minutes. How you ever heard of love at first sight and JJ Vu over and over and over. And I have stories that all night long. Okay. 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 And so I want to talk about that. Yes. And if you enjoy us, please give us Char a thumbs up. Thumbs, is that right? The right screen. <laughs> and subscribe so she gets enthusiasm to continue. I'm to wait till next week on my thing, but I'm just going to tell everybody that um, it, it was wild. And um, I don't use my abilities very often. Yeah. There's other people that use theirs all the time. Who, but, uh, you know, I, I try. <laughs> I don't, I'm not trying this I can hear them. I can even see them. You know what I mean? I can even see them. But I don't use my abilities very often. But the problem with me is that I can't control them. I, I can still control them, but not like I should be able to after all this time. So there's still times that, they, that stuff sneaks up on me. And I got snuck up on pretty bad the other night. And don't give it all away. Don't give it all away. Don't give it away. We want them to stay through the hour or whatever. Yeah. And I and Nancy to tell you, I, I'm I'm fully awake right now because <laughs> that whole hit, hit thing, you know, that knocks you out. I was on adrenaline all day yesterday. Today it hit me, and yeah. so I was crashed most of the day today. So now I'm like, woo, you know, I feel good. So yeah, so we're gonna talk about this either later on tonight or we'll talk about on the next show. But all I can say is wowzer. Maybe we'll give them a little bit tonight and then further explain it next week. There is something to be said about using this ability and learning to control it. That's the key. My classes, I always tell control, 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 being able to turn it on, turn it off. I think about something, I can go there. But if I don't want to, I don't. But when we are encountering, oops, excuse me, everybody. <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying. When we encounter a spirit, it can jar us. And Char had an experience. My husband temporarily he's in another residence for some medical things and uh he says he told me i told the story that he has a ghost living in that house and i put my mind to it along with a very close friend and uh we discovered who it was and i checked with the uh, management of the complex and i had described the first owner of the house that we bought and when i went down there to visit him over a week ago i was in the front room 
it's my office now, it's a room. <laughs> and front door open. I heard the door knock. Please. I mean, we're not prepared. I do this every day. I'm always talking about someone's dead person. And that's what happened to Char. It uses energy when you go woo. If you're woo for hours, that's what happened to Char. And she's got, this is a good story. So I'll tag this to the end if you feel like staying. All we're going to do this next, we can talk about ghost. And, yeah, so the, you know, I have 20 different, 20 topics I always call, oh, my favorite topic. But every <laughs> one of them is exciting. Every one of them is like, I call it twist your head around. <laughs> oh, my, that's a head turner. And uh, it makes me alive. It makes me aware. It makes me want to tell you there's more to the universe than what you can see and feel and know because you're just not awake yet. You around me 10 minutes, you're going to go, up. Oh, something's going on with that woman. <laughs> I have bad days just like everybody else. I have some aches and pains and long distance running, horse riding. And, you know, I've had injuries that, you know, try to lift my right arm. But the core of who I am, I'm always so happy because I know there's survival. I've seen so many spirit people. And Char one time, I think it was Char, so <laughs> we had call-ins. And these people, I couldn't see them. I'd like to know where people are. It's somebody's fun. We had a Canadian and an English person. It's just because I like that. And uh, I didn't know who they were, but I started describing their dead people around them. What? What? I could describe the person standing next to them. It doesn't always happen. They're not always there. I'm only going to tell you what I see if they're not standing within my range. And it's pretty exciting. But let's go, Shar. Do you have any more intro you want to go? Because I do want to talk about reincarnation because this is a big topic. All right, that's we are victims of our past lives. See if Nancy can do a few readings. You know, we're going to try and do a few readings in today. Um, this thing that came up with me was just I couldn't help it. It was a spur of the minute thing. So if we want to talk about that's fine. If not, now, going back to uh, control a little bit about control. I have really good control of my abilities. I'm good at shutting that door. <laughs> But like Nancy says, every once in a while, something will come through that you're not prepared for. And right. that's, you know. Okay, it's, anyway. It's that shock, that moment. It's that shock, yeah. That, Open that, that front door. That happened, yeah. yeah Robert, get away. Leave me alone. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, we'll uh, talk about that at the end. You guys know that we never go an hour anyway. You know how it is in this in this group, so. Have right. fun. That's the most important. Like that's right. Oh, it's they tell story. us. They tell me yeah. something. They're entertaining. My mansion shirt is coming. I found it finally. Where? Online. Oh, you on found it. You were ordering eBay. it. I found it. Yeah, I found. It. I ordered it on eBay. Okay. So you are ordering it. It's a haunted mansion Aloha shirt. So. <laughs> I can't wait. On Fridays from here on in, man. Okay, Nancy. Oh, yes, I've had some coffee. <laughs> Have you oh, ever been walking down the street, guys, and uh, you run into somebody or you walk into a building and, and you're meeting people mm -hmm. and you notice just from out of the blue, there's just a feeling about them that you don't want anything to do with them, that they're, oh, they're a biatch. And then you wonder where that feeling is coming from. You haven't even talked to the person yet. So unfair. So unfair. Because how, how dare we judge somebody when we don't know them? But mm -hmm. it's not it's not just a judgment. I'm turning the volume up a little bit. It's that. And all these years, someone asked me, have you ever turned anybody away? And I said at least two. If there was three, I don't remember. But I remember one of them. And it was a beautiful young woman. she came come in the door. She was just, you know, caught your eye. That kind of look. Young. 
And uh, she come close to me and she was very dark. Her energy, oh, there was, I know the other one. Her energy was dark and it frightened me. And she sat down anyway, and she was on drugs, hard stuff. And she asked me if she could get pregnant. You're asking me? I did see a male spirit with her. I said, timing is everything. God only controls that because she really wanted it. I said, tell me how bad you want this. And I, she walked away and it was really hard. There was another one that a similar area and she walked in and I says, I, I can't read you. So there was two young women and the second one walked in with a rush. And you wonder why sometimes this happens. How about the other way around? You're somewhere and you're with friends and the friends say, I have someone for you to meet. And you go, what? please stop matchmaking. And they bring this person over and you go, oh, Chihuahua, <laughs> where have you been all my life? And you've heard, excuse me for yelling. <laughs> where, and this is true. How in the world can you have love at first sight? And I've had multiple stories. Um, Jessica Canny, Jessica Tanny, I think her name was. And she was in Cocoon with her husband. I think his name was in the movie George or something. Hugh Cronin. Pardon me? Hugh Cronin. I can't hear you. Her husband, Hugh Cronin. Hugh, okay. Hugh Cronin. She was at the, she was in the dresser room. Um, he had seen her, got out of the car to look for her. She had gone into the building because she was getting married within a couple of hours. And he walked in and they looked at each other and he said, I'm in love with you. And I've only seen you for an hour. And she looked at him and they ran away together and they were married 50 years, something, 40, 50 years. Look it up. It's quite a love story. Instant. No, oops, goosebumps. Instant knowing. Uh, I was thinking through the movies that impacted me. And some of these movies, I wonder if they hired someone like me to talk about this topic. And I want to go back, way back. Okay. Um, here comes Mr. Jordan for the ladies and gentlemen, a little, little older than me. And Mr. Here comes Mr. Jordan is um, very similar to a couple of movies lately. Uh, Chris Rock was in one where he got killed too soon. And so the angel bomb back in different bodies. The first of the um, was here comes Mr. Jordan. It was wonderful. So if you can find that, uh, a second one was on a clear day, you can see forever with Barbara Streisand where the professor is teaching a class on hypnosis and she has become engaged and the gentleman is going to have a business join a business dinner with the new boss. And he looks at Barbara Streisand and she's got a cigarette and her fingernails and and I understand, I never smoke, but sometimes you get that little rough spot. And he says, you have got to stop smoking. She took it like this, <laughs> it was tarling. And so she seeks out this professor. Well, she walks in when he is demonstrating hypnosis. And so he hypnotizes someone in the audience. And she's standing there waiting to be able to sit down. Well, guess who gets hypnotized? It's her. And he wants to explore this because she shouldn't be hypnotized. In fact, when he gave the command to the young man, take a sock off, she started also, but no one noticed. And so then he stopped it and it was a word command. And so when the class was over, she grabs him, help me, help me, help me, <laughs> type A personality. So they walk out and he says the word again. Well, this led to a an amazing relationship and love affair. And 
to talk about her love life. And in the end, there's a surprise ending. And it's quite amazing because uninvertedly, he falls in love with her in a past life. Not this life, a past life. And to give it away, I better, I, I don't know how people are going to look this up. He asks her, have we ever been married? Because his love is just overwhelming. And he's twice her age. She's just a 20 year old something. Yep. And she says, the love affair and all love affairs. And you just get these goosebumps. And he says, when is it? And she pop, pops out a hundred years in the future. And I just get goosebumps every time. So there's another one. I love that one. How about the movie Dead Again, 1991? And it's about one woman who has amnesia. And so the detective gets to her and tries to find out what's going on. And she has nightmares and she's an artist and she has scissors everywhere. So investigating, trying to figure out why she's so afraid of scissors and what happened to her, her memory. She's an amnesic. What happened? What happened? So they find somebody who could do hypnosis and they go back to a past life where she's murdered by scissors. And not to tell you what happened, but these three people, the detective and hypnosis guy, they've all been the same life. It's very dramatic. If you can find dead again, it's really amazing. Now, the reason I bring these things up, these same story, not the, not a murder. Um, in fact, I forgot to mention one. Um, anyway, uh, I'll try to remember it. It's about another past life. Anyway, uh, movie. Similar things have come up in my hypnosis of clients. And um, one lady I did find, we went back and she said, uh, my husband murdered me. And I never talk about that because it was so upsetting to her that this person came back in this life, but her mother. So in a past life, this husband killed her. In this life, the woman gave birth to her and had to take care of her on a whole new level. How do you deal with that? How do you, how do you manage that? And I've always shared this story about the two ladies that came to me and they had been a couple for decades. And the oldest one, pardon me, the, the one that won the hypnosis was trying to figure out how come in business, she's not made bazillion dollars where her partner, all she has to do is be nice and she gets promotions and she gets, I mean, it was wonderful. I mean, she was just could do no wrong. Well, in a past life, uh, she, this woman was a princess in Egypt, the one who had money, who had everything. And then in this life, she had nothing. When we got done, her partner was bawling her eyes out. I'll never forget this. And I don't know if it ruined the relationship because they ended up not being a couple after that for a few years later. She says, didn't you recognize me? I was your slave and you never noticed me. I was at the feet, your feet all the time. So when she gave her tribute to the river and put the flowers in, it was the slave girl that handed her the flowers to put in the water. And she says, you, didn't you notice me? I loved you so much. She loves her in this lifetime, but she's getting rewarded because she had been the slave where the princess was being punished by never having money. And, and that clearly, that relationship was brought forward, but in reverse. How many times have you said, man, as me, I'm very feminine. Everybody knows I, <laughs> I just am, but I'm a very strong personality. In fact, I would say masculine. So when I got into this, almost every past life, I'm been a man. 
In fact, I just don't have flashes of my being a young man on a horse. And once you get into this every day and you think about it all the time, and I do readings and spontaneously past lives will come up for people and they go, oh my God, that's so appropriate for me. And then I, I keep getting myself as a man. Now, the couple of times I was women, I was <laughs> I was in a nunnery scrubbing the floor. All I did was want to help people. I don't know how reaching that is, but I felt like she was not a nun. She was an initiate or something. And my knees were cold and I was and the floor was stone and I was scrubbing it thinking, I'm never going to be able to help people. And that was the end of it. It's almost like I died after that. So I think part of that yearning came forward. I was a man more than I am a woman. I said, I'm going to try the other sex this time. And, and there's aspects of womanhood, womanhood, where I'm very feminine. I love beautiful things all around me. But being a woman is kind of like, nah, I don't want to do this again. You know, too much work, too much hard. So in my future, I see three man, male lives and one female. So do we have a tendency? Um, there was an um, Indian psychic. She died giving childbirth. And she had a journey into the light or something where she went to heaven. And she said at one time that we have sex over there, a male, female, that we are predominant one or the other. And I had a hard time accepting that because I think it's, a, a form of a preference maybe, but not necessarily locked in place forever. And I can see where after a lifetime, you may bring forward a life into an afterlife, or if you don't like it, you go back to a past life and bring that forward. Every case really is we incarnate with the same groupings of people. So he, I think he wrote nine books, read them all. Hello. <laughs> Reincarnation was wonderful as, as well as doc, uh, Brian Weiss, uh, Healing Through Time, um, Only Love is Real, uh, Many Lives, Many Masters. You want to get uh, airful. You know, Melvin Morris, I've always talked about him and how a young woman who died of leukemia talked to me about what it looked like in the afterlife. And then a few years later, there was 92, I talked to the mom, Pat. A few years later, I read the book, um, Melvin Morris, uh, Journey into Light, into the Children into Life, something like forget anyway a young man nine ten years old died and he came back and he said to everybody the same thing this girl who died of leukemia it's golden warm with a hint of pink exact same words oh goosebumps everybody goosebumps so i recommend on a clear day you can see forever dead again 1991 how about the mummy how about some science fiction everybody knows the story right so the the love interest for the hero had a past life in Egypt and brought that forward. Was it turbulent? Was it wonderful? But they did approach that thought that she was in this adventurous life to be part of a story that was going to unfold. And I, I love that. Uh, another one that I found a little controversial, but I like the outcome of it is made in heaven. Yes. And that's about people who <laughs> this young man, went into heaven. He had, he was a guitar player and he was alive in the 60s, I guess, or something, and he died. I don't remember exactly why. Goes to heaven, he meets a woman they fall in love, but she's never had a soul, a, soul, a, a flesh life. And she says, we don't know when we're going to be called. So they fall in love and when she's pulled away from him, he goes and talks to God and says, God, this is not right. I'm in love with her. And so God, who is a woman, you know, <laughs> I'm 
I thought that was good. She says, I'll give you so many years. I'll send you back because she just left. She may be a year or two older than him at this point. And you got to find each other. That I liked because that instant recognition. And of course, the whole plot of the movie, you're cheering because you know they're going to find each other. Yes, they do in a big city. Guess what happens? They pass each other. Then they turn around and it's goosebump time, everybody, because you can feel that connection. It's instant. And then, of course, they, they connect, right? And, and that can be reversed too. You can fall in love with somebody, end up not liking them. And it's because you're supposed to meet and end something, mm -hmm. right? How about a business partnership? Maybe your soulmate is your child. Who says it has to be love? I have two clients I talk to pretty regularly. Both of them have had their animals reincarnate and come back to them. Actually three, now I'm gonna say three. Two dogs and one lady with horses. And they're very honest with me. They, but I, I don't wanna give them away who they are. But if you lose a pet and you have that soul connection, you cannot find that pet. That pet is given to you or that pet comes to you because they got to find you. How do you know if you're searching, you're searched and you pick the wrong one? You have to have that soul recognition. And both, all three of these people said, I can't believe, especially for the horse. And the gal, Cindy is her name. I can't believe this horse that I got because they, it was a family that had to get rid of horses. It's a sad story, but she got this colt. And this cult had exactly the same mannerisms as the house, the horse she had that died. And she says, it's unbelievable. I could hear her yelling at me in the phone. Unbelievable. <laughs> I go, it's okay. It's meant to be that way because you have unfinished business. Does that mean we were once an animal? I'm not going to say no. Why not? I, watched, I listened to Coast to Coast one night. I listen to a lot of shows. I can't listen to them all, and I do record them. So it's been two or three years back that this gentleman came on for a second time. He had been a horse in a past life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came back as a, as a man. I'm, I'm telling you, it's a man. And George Nori didn't make fun of him initially, because I think he's been on a couple of times now. And I heard about this, I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. I want to I want to listen to this one. And this man was absolutely convincing. Uh, amazing. How many of you think you were a cat or a dog? Own it, own it, come on, I wanna hear it, right? We do have association. I, I had a dog I used to run with a lot and her name was Bonnie. And all Bonnie had to do was see me in my running shorts. I only had two pair, three pair and they were always striped. But they were short. You know how runners wear their clothes. And I had running shoes. And Bonnie would see me leave the house. And she would yelp and take off and go to the neighbor's house and get the German Shepherd. This was a 9,500-pound 9, black lab. And she would go, hup, 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 and take off and go get the German Shepherd. And they would run. If I ran 13, they did 26 miles up and down. the road. And I have an amazing connection. And I think about her, I think she must be around me. And I was talking to somebody one day about this. And someone said, I see a big black dog running with you in the afterlife. 
connection with a dog. And that dog has not come back to me. Now tell me how much I love cats. Oh, oh you know, I got it all over the house, right? Oh, I'm caffeinated tonight, everybody. <laughs> not decaf. Okay, there it is. I do love cats. I don't have that feeling of, I love my cats. And one in particular, Joe is really, he's a little stinker. But I do love him. And I don't think he's Bonnie. But when I pass over, I think she'll be waiting for me. And I'll get my running shoes on. And that's kind of a heartfelt. Now, let's take it another step. What if you meet somebody and you cannot finish it? What if you meet somebody you fall in love and it's not meant to be? I, I did. I fell in love with somebody it wasn't meant to be. And I thought to myself, I didn't know if I liked him, but I felt that soul thing going on. And after it was over, I felt like, listen, everybody, this is how you have to get over it. I went outside and I looked at the stars as though there was going to be somebody listening. Probably was. But I looked at the stars because it was endless. And if I could put a prayer out there, that the universe would hopefully hear me. And so I said, if I cannot have him this lifetime, I'd like to have next lifetime. And there was kind of a jolt, kind of like a finished feeling because we never end. And if it's possible, we could have love again. And you'll hear your friends talk about, I know I've met this guy before. We must have had a past. And conversations everywhere, beauty shop, grocery store, friends talking and say, there is a connection, can't quite figure it out. I didn't believe in past lives, not until I got into this, only after stories like that go on and on and i'm going to talk of three right here that are kind of tense intense share with you before we have to stop and in some ways i'm looking at the clock jar in some ways it's overtaken us we have to accept it but accepting it also you makes you want to believe that there's more to just this meat jacket you're wearing that there is something else and we can go on so you take your lessons you take your love you take your disasters you take your failures and you retried the same scenario some other time. I don't. I bet you anybody in here, and you're listening, because not necessarily this chat room, that everybody identifies with an era. I don't know why I identify with that era. I've had people say, gee, I identify with the Titanic, and I don't know why. I don't identify with the Titanic, though I had an aunt who was actually on the ship. She was a child, and she did survive. I don't even remember her name. Some of my grandmother told me. So it was on her side of the family. And I, okay, that's that's great. Don't have association, but you'd be surprised the number of people who do. A big ship, a lot of people, survivors and not. What? Why are they identifying with that time frame? How about the station, the channel rather, on YouTube, LMN, and put that in there, and Ghost in My Child, the story of reincarnation and children. Just Google it in YouTube. The stories are bonkers. I mean, fascinating. And they keep new ones come up. So that happened to me about second or third year into this. I started 90. So Camille, and I've shared the stories. I'll do it real quick. If you've listened to it, please be patient. Someone else hasn't. She calls me and just yelled into the phone. I said, please, just talk. <laughs> I was watching TV, National Geographic. It was a show on Peru. And all the time she'd tell me she's quivering. Her, she was babysitting her grandbaby, two and a half or three years old. 
Totter walks in. Oh, remember when we lived there and I was big and you were small? Brum, 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 brum. We didn't have cell phones. We had landline. <laughs> and I said, well, first off, you calm down. And you go back and you invite her to watch the show. And you said, would you tell me a story when we were there and you were big and my I was small? And if they can't, have them draw pictures. Be patient. And just say, I would love to hear this. That we were we were a family once before. That's fun. And she said I was your daddy. And we lived in Peru, that we lived there, and it was the Peruvian little rock buildings. And a bad man came to town and hit us all in the head with a stick. Yikes. Wow. So Camille came first, and this sweet little girl is now mama in her 30s. And she um came back to be part of grandma's life. And Camille is, is a wonderful, sweet, gentle soul who wouldn't want to be in her life. And I wish that I had a better life so I could spend time with her. And time goes on and we separate, but fond memories. Why did I connect so tightly to Camille? How about the gal I met in high school at 13? We're still friends. It could be six months before we talk again. And it never seems like any time has passed absolutely past life. So I talked to her one day about having a passive regression and she says, Oh, let me finish that for you. So I did put that on YouTube and it's a dream she's had since she was a child. And I had past life regression at American River college. And what came up was I was chasing after a little girl with braids. I was going to get her like, she must've done something going down this corridor. She took a left. I crossed over from the cold pavement barefoot, cold stones into an open area or atrium with the sun. I hit that hot pavement, hot stones rather, and I'm running and I get her. She stopped when I, as soon as I said, I'm chasing this little girl down a hallway. She said, I stole your bread and you chased me. And then you caught across and you tackled me on the other side two, 3,000 years ago. And I do love her. You know, as a friend, we, I love her. And and we've known each other for 61, 61 years. It's just amazing. Totally different lives. Didn't matter. Doesn't matter. We have this core. And we've talked about, and you've seen on Facebook, the couple, when we die, we're going to make a list so we know who to haunt. We've talked about that. We'll make a list. My kids will all be haunt them, but first I'm going to take a vacation. I would really like to see other planets. I would like to see other life forces. So I'm going to have to tell my kids, by the way, just let me have a vacation. And I'm do one. I'm going to go play for a while and come back. Maybe. This is what I say today. Or am I going to be a grandma and great-grandma and great-great-grandma and watch everybody grow up? Mm-hmm. Our choices are endless. So is the choices who we want to love next time. Do I love my daughter? Do I love my son? Are we going to change places? endless hours. Paula's story. Paula's story, we did a past life regression. The reason I bring this up is failed love and the choice of having to share love. So in the First World War, this is another story among many that I like to put in the book. I saw them, she saw them, but remember when I do past life regression, you'll see me on the ones that are on the screen. I actually keep my eyes closed because I blend with somebody when they do the past life. 
whether you know it or not, I can see what you see, which is kind of creepy, but wonderful. And I saw two young women right out of high, not even high school, like 16, 17 years old. And they had been, I, I think it's France somewhere with the white hat and the big rim. So they've been, I don't know what it's called, kidnapped, <laughs> solicited, volunteered to be people who help on the field for the medical. And these sweet little girls were going to the field and collecting those who were injured. So the two of them went out and they found this man in the field. They both fell in love with him. And they had to decide which one would stay and which one would leave. So that happened. And so it was agreed with the two. There's much more to the story. They bring him in, they rescue him, they take care of him. They both fall in love with the same boy. Which one would win? Come to this day, she recognizes the other girl and the man. Two women, one man. Not only do they dance one time, but they do it twice in this lifetime. One has them, gives them up, the other. Years later, one gets them, gives them up. It's really amazing story. Love lost, love gained, love shared, loss surrendered. Who, who is it? Um, oh, I did talk about, <laughs> I wrote to Sue names twice. I did talk about that. Yes, I did talk about um, A Dog's Purpose is another movie about the reincarnation of a dog, how many times it comes into a family. Really, these movies, I could talk about the same situations, but sometimes a movie or a good book, I like a movie because you get through it quicker. Um, and then now you can get the whole you know, whole thing. I do so much reading, but it's mostly articles. I must have a thousand books I want to catch up on. If I read, it's Melvin Morris, Jeffrey Long, Eric Casey, Dr. Brian Weiss, and others who I, I'm disrespectful to, I'm not mentioning them, but these are the ones I started out with, so I kind of remember them the best. Okay. <laughs> My notes, everybody. I want to make sure I, I close the window there, so I'll keep looking. But I think I got what I wanted to say tonight, just an overview. Like remember, I can talk about each of these topics that brought up for another hour each. I mean, how many stories I could talk to you about and share my amazement at a passive regression with a scenario of what they're dealing with today, but in reverse or take another side or a different sex to experience this. Well, that's a question I have is that somebody who maybe you had a negative experience with in a past life and they come you know because people come back with you into this into this life could those be the people like i said in the beginning that you like you go into a store and you're dealing with somebody and for some reason they rub you the wrong way or you meet somebody like you were talking a blind date and they rub you the wrong way could that be somebody that was brought forward from a past life there's two things two theories um, we are individually different. And I align it with a vibration like music. There's some music songs that you listen to, dum, 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 and then some like a flute that's very high. Our personality and our past lives create a vibration or music. So if someone is like liking a flute, and they're more like flute, people think of them spiritual, very lighthearted, and they're put in a situation where they're walking around someone who beats the drums. I can't hear drums. I had Graves' disease, so now all my senses have been heightened. 
good or bad is what it is. I can't be in a room with someone who plays the drums or has that energy of a drum player or on drugs or alcoholic because I'm none of those things and I don't vibrate that that energy. So that's one theory and I want to go with that the most. It's like the Scots have all these plaid clothes and kilts and everything. My plaid, my colors may be different than someone else's colors and we could clash. Like an orange and um, I'm trying to think of a color, red and bright fluorescent orange. Those are two colors that don't go together well. But a green and blue can go together. So sometimes I think we meet up somebody with a vibration, a life pattern, or experiences that have been so hard to deal with, they can't deal with it, and they get drug alcohol, or they, you know, who knows? But you'll find that people, not like-minded, but vibrationally can connect. It's like my friend up that I met 13 at 13. Our lives are totally different, but the core of our vibration and our past life connecting makes me want to connect with her. And I just recently said to her, we're growing old now. We, we, we see each other as children and we've lived all this life. And now we're experiencing old senior age. And it's been fun. It's fun and it's a privilege to be able to grow old and be able to witness someone with you who's known you since you were 13. That is amazing. Now let's go to the next. Past life, core people, like Edgar Casey believed. I really don't know how the, he used to describe it, a tree with a branch and all the twigs and the flower uh, leaves going around. Pretty big leaf, pretty big branch, I think. The 100, 200, 300 people that will interconnect over and over. Who knows? Those are the ones that we int intimately get to net connected. And we could meet someone at 13, or you meet a spouse. Mm -hmm. My husband and I, I'm married to, believes that we were in Tombstone, Arizona together. And I have a high, I, I'm not interested in Westerns. I, I don't watch them on TV at all. But when I was in Tombstone, I was at home. This was home. And it was like I walked around and I was just like going to the big malls. I was at home. This was it. And that's what I was telling Shar that I discovered. I made the word up. I heard it later. So I don't know if I just knew the word or layering. And I've demonstrated that over and over and over. I can see two and three, four um, time at one time. I can sort them out. And the first time it was amazing to me was at, in the Round Theater in Seattle, Washington. We were in a very metropolitan suburbia. Yet I was looking at the Seattle a hundred years ago. And they said, how do you do that? I go, <laughs> I do what I do. That's all I don't know. I think about this every day, but I don't know everything. Thank God. So I feel like the ones that we are connected as soulmates, mm -hmm. we will instantly know that and we want to be in their life. So when a lady comes to me and she says, I cannot figure out why I'm in this life. I'm disconnected from most everybody. I don't like my job. I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm getting something. So I wrote down, her brothers and sisters. And the brother, whoever's listening, they said, then you get back to me here. And I just had something so profound and I went, oh my gosh, this is not what she's gonna expect. I said, I'm being told that you came first to be a witness to your brother's life. You volunteered because in the past life you had together, this individual had a terrible life. And you said, you want to do that again? 
I'll, I'll be there for you. I'll be your support system. You come after me. I'll be a few years older than you, but I'll be your big sister. I'm going to be there to hold you up. And so this next life we have together, you will survive. I told her that and she went, of course, that's exactly right. Because I've always felt like I was here to support him. Yeah. I tell, I said this once, I says, I get what I get. I'm either going to be really right or really wrong. But if you get something, if you're practicing to be as intuitive yourself or a medium, you cannot deny what you're picking up. Don't doubt it. I've come up with some really, really bizarre, bizarre things. And the people, oh, of course. And so this one was married and she had a career and she had kids, but she couldn't kind of connect. But she connected to the brother. And that was the sole reason for this entire life. Everything else was icing on the cake. And what happened to this brother? He didn't do as well as we wanted him to do. Was she disappointed? No, let's just do it again. He'll have experience after experience until he's figured out the purpose and the reason for being alive. And of course, it's love and attention and family and um, being appreciative and breathe every every day. Get up and want to breathe. I want to breathe. I want to be. I want to see the sun. And for those who are not sighted, it's sensory. Uh, feel the world. Understand the world. For those who are crippled, I want to experience love. For those who are mentally disabled, you love again. There are people coming in this world who cannot do their life, but they get immense amount of love. Those are the ones that are tired. They come into this life just to rest. Love me, love me, love me. And we give it to them unconditionally. Okay, Shar, we got 10 minutes. I know we may go until eight. Is there some questions in the audience on? What we're going to do, I promised some readings tonight. So if you guys have a question, not, you know, extensive question, but I'm talking a question, if you're ready for that, ask away and we'll go one by one and uh, we'll get through this as quickly as we can. You, if anybody can do that, Nancy can, right? Just keep the questions down to one question. She's going to check that room. I want to tell a story. I was doing a radio show, Bugman and Bo Bud Men and Boogie. <laughs> Uh, Powell Avenue and Farrell's, uh, see, Farrell's Boulevard and Watt Avenue. And they had me on the radio show. It was two darling young men. And they were talking about spirits in the room. And I come in, there was all these spirits. And I started describing everybody. And of course, it's on my, I think I posted it on my YouTube station. And uh, at the end of it, one young man says, whatever was about my girlfriend, I can't remember he said her name, but I just broke up with her. And I put my mind to him. That's what I call it. And I backed up in time and I evaluated the relationship. And I went, oh, my gosh, who am I going to say this? Ah, oh, she was your mother in a past life. And you could hear him yelling. And the other guy's laughing. He says, oh, that explains everything. <laughs> she was my mother. She tried to be my mother. <laughs> and and they and they loved it. And I started describing a lot of senior people. And they called grandma up and on the air, she, they said, yes, that is your grandfather who passed away. And the, and the kid, the young man didn't know. I don't make it up. Why would I? I either see something or I don't. I get something or I don't. So you allow me. If you're afraid to know, I won't get it. If you're not supposed to know, I won't get it. If you're supposed to know, I'll give it to you. I had one lady call me and say, I can't hand my readings from you. <laughs> okay. She said, you scare me. I go, well, then don't come to me until you're ready. And she came back. I scared her. Oh, please. I'm a nice lady. You know? 
<laughs> oh, little little a personality here, but um, I trust me, I haven't had but one cup of coffee all day, and this is only like three or four sips because it energizes me. This is so exciting every day. All right, is there any questions yeah, yet? We got questions. So here we go. I'm gonna like I told you guys, one eyeball. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enlarge, enlarge this here. Okay. Jen, I mean, Sean. If I put somebody up, hang on, hang on. I've got to finish this before I forget it. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. The woman who wrote that, I'm seeing her as a woman watching a man get on a military plane. And it's like he is going to fight or he's a test pilot. And she's standing back and it feels like the 30s or 40s. I can't tell if it's a war event. The man has a jumpsuit and it's bluish gray color. And it's a big plane with the propeller in the front. And she's waving goodbye to him. So I feel like you were husband and wife in a more previous past life. So I'll be curious to know how that relates to your life and your interest in your son. Does he talk of planes? Does he want to go in space? Is he a test pilot? Was he an army uh, um, air force? This is on dirt. So I don't know if we're talking the Navy planes as much as on the ground. And it looks like early forties or late thirties, the garment is smooth that she's wearing as though the early forties. My, watch my eyes. I'm watching a movie. <laughs> so, Jerry, that'd be fun for you to get back to me. All right. Another question. Jen, what is my purpose in this life? What's her name? Jen. J-E-N. We had a J-E-R-I. All right. We have a J-E-N. J-E-N. What is the purpose? Uh, what is my right, purpose? Wait, no, no. Um, when, I, when I go to Jen, I get nurturing, loving, counselor, um, forgiving, um, not being abused, not being overused or taken advantage of is your lesson in this life. Okay. That's her purpose? I just said it. Okay, okay. Susan, do I have someone with me? Is this a new person? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, tell me what state you're in or country. Pardon me? She's in the U.S. U.S.? I yeah. feel like there's someone in the chat room who's from uh, Europe, um, Eastern Europe, possibly, or Northern Italy, that part of the world. It's not Switzerland. If someone else will be listening. I'd be curious to know if someone's in that room doing it. Um, would you read me her question one more time? I'm sorry. Okay, let me go back up there. Do I have someone with me? You have a man that's, uh, I'm 5'4", so if I have to look up, I have to judge up. There's a man who's older. He makes me think grandfather, great-grandfather. He makes me think he died possibly at the war time. He's very masculine, broad-shouldered. He has dark clothes on, um, probably a suit. He's very rugged-looking, very nice-looking, and possibly he died of, um, he shows me whiskers or stubble. Like rough. He had rough. I'm also seeing uh, the beginnings of deepness of line. So he either got thin or he died of disease or something that caused he was thinner because he wants me to see that. He, but he's very 
a square shoulder and he stands very tall and he's very handsome, rugged looking. But he has a feeling of being of a different generation. You wouldn't see this kind of a jacket on someone of 60, 70, 80, 90s, 2000s. This so back. So I'd be curious if your grandparent parents were involved with a war. Were, unfortunately, was that somebody from Europe that got, unfortunately, um, if it was the United States, I can't get that. So we may have to look at a different generation on what side of the family. So I'd be curious if Susan can write a note on that. Okay. All right. Kelly from Australia. Kelly? Oh, I know Kelly. Hello, I'm Kelly. Kelly from Australia. I hope, you, I hope she's good tonight. How many lives have I had with my partner, Gary? <laughs> so... Um, you two are hardy, 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 and they're showing me wagon trains going across Australia. It makes me think you come from a country that was more civilized, like you were not dumped there, but you chose the adventure. I, I don't know your history, but they want me to see the continent, and you started on the east side going to the west side. So I wouldn't be, see, uh, in this wagon adventure or this time you do have two children and i think you have two in this lifetime um don't hear this wrong you were a couple then but you were older so i don't think jerry was a child but you might have had a very younger husband and that was gary because it feels like you helped give him direction but you went together that's kind of hard for me to figure i feel like you were a couple because there was a lot of love if he was born to you when you were young a teenager then he still went with you and you were what we call a strong woman type. Like you, like I would be, I can do this. Just give me the train. Let me get this wagon out of the way. And that's what you show me in that life. Someone like an Annie Oakley in America, you were capable. And this man that you love took you, but I see two children. So I'm kind of wondering if I'm looking at him as an older child because he's younger and you had three children and you did it yourself. Or he was your husband, but he was younger. I can't, I can't tell that. I would probably encourage you to hear what I'm saying. And everybody wants to do this. There's ways you can do this. Hold one of those tea lights, little tiny lights. Go into a dark room. If you have mirror, like on a closet. Oh, yeah. Get the lights down, put the light in front of you and ask to see your past lives. If that doesn't work for you, then I would ask yourself quietly. Meditation, it works sometimes, but your brain full of stuff all the time. It's hard to get people to get there. Do it every day at the same time, like before going to bed and say, the lifetime with my partner, the most important one, because I'll pick up what's important for you right now. And I did this a, a few weeks back and the girl, and I said, I forgot to say something. We will pick up a past life that's pertinent to who you are today. Not necessarily 10, 15 years because we evolve. We're different people. So for you to get in the wagon train to go, a lot of challenge, a lot of excitement, a new adventure going forward, you're a couple, you love each other. I'd be curious on what you get from that. I only see pictures and then I have to feel it. And I tell you, some of them are really crazy. This like crazy It's wonderful. Like someone that had life in Africa, and I go, <laughs> let me clean that one. <laughs> you were killed by what? 
<laughs> it was in the jungle. It was not an easy night's death. So I kind of wondered why that person had to suffer. Okay, another one. Christina from Sacramento. What is it that I'm supposed to be good at in this life since I thought it would be managing my son's career until his death? Managing his career? Yeah. But he died. But he died. So she doesn't know what she's supposed to be good at now. She's kind of lost for... I think you were his parent in a past life also. And Christina, right? With an A. Christina. Remember, I'm going to tell you what I'm picking up. They're telling, there's, my impression is that you're a young soul. And that has nothing to do with anything, but, but I'm going to tell you that. So you look at life and adventure and all these new things around you want it all. And you will never stop searching. And the young man that you helped in this lifetime, you had a connection with him in a last lifetime doing something similar. Oh, here's one of those. They're showing, telling me that in a past life he was a private detective and you were as a secretary. And it was almost like I got a picture of a 1940s or 1950s black and white detective show. And he was a detective and you took care of him. And you helped promote him as a detective. I was trying to remember. That's cool. I don't have any reference to this. That's uh, I don't watch a detective, but you can imagine an old detective show. And then in this lifetime, he wanted to go further again. And you were there to promote him, but you came with his mother. I'd be curious to know how that applies to your life in this life. That's now, for the rest of your life, I feel like it's all for you. you. You did your role. You helped this boy for as long as you could. And he said, you know, I want to try it again next time. We'll come back. We'll come back as girlfriends. We'll be a, a friends. We'll do it different. This lifetime, from this point on, you got to in, look into yourself and decide who you are and what you are to do for you. Remember I said you were his secretary and you took care of him as a detective. And this lifetime, you're the mother and you promoted him. Now it's your turn. You got to be selfish with you. Find out who you are and pursue you. Whether you write a book, go into music, or do something for you. What's your heart desire? Who are you? I tell my people, I says, the hardest thing for us to do is figure out who we are. So if you want to be a reader, you want to be a writer, you, want, you have to figure out aspects of you so you know what you're about. Okay, another question. That's it for now. Kelly, okay. Kelly says, thank you so much, Nancy. Well, write me a note how that applies to you. I'd like to know. Now it's my turn. Oh my. I have a story to tell everybody. Oh yes, I want to put I want to add something. The thing with the candle and the mirror, you guys. When you do stuff like that, please make sure you're grounded. Because you are opening up a doorway. It's a great technique, but you are opening up a doorway and the problem is other stuff can come through that doorway, so please make sure you're grounded before you do it. And a good way to ground yourself, I'm going to give you an instant lesson, okay? I'm going to give you guys an instant lesson tonight. You're my friends. I want to protect you. So what you do is you get your hands and you bring them together really slowly until you feel resistance. That resistance is the white light. That's your safety light. Now you can take that resistance and you can make it as big as you want by slowly expanding your hands. Okay. You can wrap that whole thing around you. You can wrap it around your house. You can wrap it around your block, whatever you want to do with it. But that's your protection. 
But always remember before you do stuff like that to do that. Okay? I'm just I'm just saying, word of caution. Because otherwise I'll be knocking at your door with all my equipment. I, uh, when we were, when I uh, first entered this environment, I became part of the Spirit of Grace Spiritual Church in Citrus Heights. And we all did that one night. And I went home and tried it and different faces came forth, really old, centuries. And someone said to me, we were talking about it and take on the responsibility of something like what I'm doing, to be grounded, to allow you to be who you are. I might've had a lot of lifetimes because I, I'm very forgiving and I'm very um, allowing and I'm here to help you, not to, not to hinder you. And um, be careful people you get attention like this kind of work from, don't let anybody trap you. You take the information, don't let them make you want to come back to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For answers, we're here as a tool, not an entrapment. Be sure you do that. Okay, any other questions or tell your story? I don't tell my story. So here we go. I, as we all know, Maurice's brother passed away. What is it like? Oh, we could go now. Not my people know that. You have a friend whose okay. brother, friend passed, brother away. passed away. I keep forgetting. Senility. I have a friend whose brother passed away about a week ago. Well, not a week ago, but they found his body about a week ago. Yeah. And it had been lying in his bed face down for like a week and a half. Oof. In the heat, Sacramento heat, 100 degrees. Uh, the windows of the house were open, so obviously the air conditioning wasn't on, so it must have been a real lovely sight. Hmm. And the situation is what it is. I mean, they weren't very close. So, you know, she's trying to undo all the stuff. Clearly not karmic, yeah. <laughs> not soulmates. Yeah. So, I mean, she's having to go through and find the paperwork and all that stuff, you know. He was only 54 years old, so who expects to die at 54? I mean, right? You're probably, you're probably, he's probably there's probably no will because you don't expect to die at 54. So anyway, um, she finally gets the key to the house from the corner, and she goes over uh, the night before last to clean the house out with some of his friends to start moving stuff out. And unfortunately, the corner gave. I'm just gonna let's just say this way: they had to get creative to get in the house. Okay, <laughs> And uh, they didn't break, but you know what? The bright side is they didn't break anything to get in the house. They could, they could put stuff back. Good. You know, so it's not like they did anything that's going to come. We're not calling the police here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just want the landlord to <clears throat> get in their face. So they get in the house, and somebody had broken in previously. So he was a bicycle rider, and he had like $2,500 uh, mountain bikes and stuff in the house. They got taken. He has, his gun got taken as well. Anyway, so she finally finds his keys. Yes, Jen. Jen. Jen just gave an answer. What? She says, so I mean, they're not in a good space at the moment, but from what understanding, from what I'm understanding, basically my purpose is to not be used. Yes. 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 See? Right not be right. taken advantage of. Yeah. Because you're yeah. such a soft soul. You're a new yeah. soul. Yeah. And that you want to be a pleaser and you want people to like you. Yeah. And they'll take advantage of you and use you. Okay. So anyway, she goes over there, and they finally find his keys. They find the proper keys of the house. So she 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 puts it on a lantern along with her work key. 
And at some point that night, I'm in here working, trying to get more guests for you guys. And my phone rings. It's like 1230, around 12. And I'm thinking, well, I don't know why she's calling, you know. So the calls go back and forth because I don't, I don't have a ringer on the phone because I'm on the radio and people irritate me calling me during the show. Not you guys, but collectors or whatever. Everybody else. Everybody else. So it's hard because I'll call right back afterwards. And so I didn't catch the call in time. And then when I did call her back, I get this, I'm in the car. I'll call you when I get home. Okay, fine. So I didn't hear anything. And then around one, around probably 1230, quarter to one, I get a knock at my front door. Right? And there's only one other friend, <laughs> Facebook user, that would come over that late at night. <laughs> We're not singing. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that. There's only one other friend that that here that lives that they'll live similar hours that I have that you know I know that'll do that. So of course I'm not going to answer the front door, you know, because my ring, you know. So I'm like, I, I get the dog out of the cage, you know. I'm thinking, okay, we're good. I got the dog. And I, who is it? And it's this friend. And she says, um, I lost the keys when I was put loading this guy's truck and we need to go back to the house and I said you know it's almost one o'clock in the morning and it's not the best neighborhood either okay it's it's also it's over in Del Paso Heights Sacramento and it's not the greatest place at night and so I said okay fine so I come back trudge back here get my ghost hunting flashlight we get in her car she's driving over there and she's nervous so the drive is interesting to say the least Hmm. you know it's like taking your life in your own hands (laughs) <laughs> when you're sitting there in the car. I'm not a good passenger anyway <laughs> to begin with. I have to be in command of the ship. So we're driving through town. I'm like, oh, Christina, wait a minute. True, that's what protected me. And for three days of that protection and prayers, calling out for Archangel Michael, the year long sleep paralysis. Okay. And did, 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 okay, I felt free for the next few years. Okay, yeah. She says it's true what she said. What? What I do? About her son, her and her son. Oh, and did she identify with what I said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is true. Okay, all right. So anyway, we start driving, and it's, it wasn't too bad. You know, we're driving. By the time we got to this main street called Northgate, where she had to turn right, all of a sudden I felt my skin start to crawl. And I do have abilities. I know how to block with the abilities, and I know what it feels. I, I call it spider webs because I'll get it in my. That's the first place it gets me is my arms. Yeah. And a male is always stronger than a female, and I can you know I can tell. But this was like incredible. I mean, it felt like there were literal worms underneath my skin, just 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 going. Ooh. And I thought, oh my god, so, something's not right here. And at first, I thought maybe because there's a lot of homeless along the road there and I thought maybe somebody had died and we picked up a hitchhiker in the car you know a spiritual hitchhiker so I'm trying to figure out what it is Uh. the closer we get to his street it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger she makes the right turn onto a street and by the time she got in front of the house I'm getting this feeling of dread like someone doesn't want us there like they want to hurt us so we pull up into the driveway and we get ready to get out of the car. And I looked at her and I said, we have to go fast. We have to get out of here. And she says, why? I said, because 
I've got major creeps. We've got to get out of here. Something doesn't want us here. So we get out of the car. I'm walking around. He's trying to stay near the car so I can dive in. <laughs> and she's walking around. It's funny because she finds the keys are hanging on the doorknob. Like somebody put them on the doorknob. Who knows? But they were there. <laughs> so she comes walking back. And by this time, I'm just, I, I just can't stand it anymore. I mean, that. The, 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 my hands are shaking, literally shaking. And I said, we have to go now. We are being watched. We have to go now. Something is watching us. So we get back in the car. She said, this is really weird. I said, well, yeah, but let's just, let's just go with my instinct. Let's go. Come on. Whatever this is, it's pissed. It's royally pissed. So we start driving back to my house. The further we got away from the house... It all started to dissipate. So by the time I got back home, nothing. But whatever this was, it was unhappy, pissed off, and did not want us there. Period. Well, and you and I talked about why. I've only had a couple situations like that before in my life. One before I was a ghost hunter. The other one, uh, you know, wasn't the other one was wasn't quiet. Did not have it, it was scary, but not not the same feeling as this. This was terrifying. Whatever this thing was. But um, yeah, we have to talk about what it was. And, and essentially, what I suspect was going on was that they were moving his stuff out of the house, and he was a fitness nut, and he had a set of weights. And she was afraid that somebody might break into the house and use the weights and, and do stuff inside the house, you know, with the weights. So one of the neighbors came by, and they asked him if, if they wanted a set of weights. And the neighbor agreed, so they took his weights and gave them to the neighbor. And she seems to think that's what might have set the whole thing in motion. Like someone stealing his stuff. Like someone stealing his stuff, yeah. And we talked about how hard it is when you die unexpectedly. People have a hard time accepting their death. In fact, the person that's going to greet them that would take them away, they'll ignore them. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard. Sometimes it's hard. I don't want anybody in the audience who's lost somebody and think, oh, my God, that happened to my loved one. It's very, very, un you just never know who's going to be that one person. Even someone, I've had people who die in bed from disease, older, and they'll still fight not wanting to die. And then when they're out of the body, they get real mad because they, have, they didn't finish saying goodbye, I love you, for the first time in their life to somebody important. Mm -hmm. So this young man, finish it. I won't take it from you. You tell the story, Cheryl. Well, I mean, he um, he passed away, and really, there was a disconnection with the, both 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 my both of them are independent people, so they were both living their lives on their own. So they really, you know, maybe the maybe at Christmas they'd have coffee and stuff. So really, you know, they 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 although they I don't want to go into too much details. I'll get my butt kicked, but. I'm just saying, they came into the same family, but they don't have to be friends. Right, right, right. That's, the, they're, they're they're friends. And that's what the situation was. You know, they, they right. were friends, friends, friends. So she's going in with all this and having to do it all like with a blank, with a blank slate, because she doesn't even know what, who his doctors were, who they have Kaiser, you know, Kaiser or anything like that. So she's having to find all this stuff out. So it's an it's an unfortunate situation, but I think he, you know, with everything going on, he. I suspect he died suddenly with the way it happened, you know, with the description I get because he was face down on the bed 
and he still had like um he still had his fit fitbit on so i mean you go to bed you take your fitbit off so apparently whatever happened was real fast so i mean this this is what's going on so i he's probably he's probably in shock still that it happened and that's what's going on he's still hanging out at the house and now they're in there taking stuff out of that house and he's wondering why and so he's getting real frustrated with it yeah it's like someone alive talking to us all of a sudden you're out of your body people you don't know coming yeah. into your house into your private stuff that no you don't want anybody to know you have expensive bikes you're hiding it from the neighborhood and they're stealing it they're just mm -hmm. walking away yeah so and he had an uncle there right nancy there was someone there trying to calm him down yeah yes the uh, the man i saw standing was an older man and he died of disease and he was a bonier man thinner and i see this man trying to get his attention like following around come on come on come on come on and this young man that just passed away he young man excuse me children this age right so it, in some ways it was trouble traumatic that he was blinded to the opportunity to leave when he couldn't accept that he was not in his physical body i can't imagine a, a spirit person watching his body decay and then people come in and stealing all his possessions and then the family comes and he didn't have a real good connection with i mean not bad it's just life gets in the way i have relatives i don't see that often because they live in different states right 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 Right. So, so unfortunate. It, it makes perfect sense. So, you know, um, I mean, if it were me and like, I'm here alone. So I mean, I can see that if, if I die suddenly or something, you know, I'm still hanging out here doing my thing and people are in here taking my stuff out of here. Oh, yeah, no, Char's supposed to do a show. Where is she? <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. You know, yeah, where is she? <laughs> well, I want you on the phone. To take I'll find a way to be on the air. Yeah. Anyway, but, um, you know, I think I would be angry too, you know, to see people in my house doing stuff. So I, I can understand his point of view, but I can tell you guys, I, I ran into something similar at the Ride Hotel, where I was down. Huh? Where was it? The Ride Hotel. I was yeah. down. I was alone at the command center. We were with a, new, a newspaper, and the team was upstairs taking you know the press around. And let the people know where where it is, huh? It's off what of uh, it, it's, it's hard to describe. It's off the Sacramento River. It's on the Delta. In it's Sacramento. Old, it's old hotel. It used to be a speakeasy. Okay, that's California, everybody. Sacramento, California. That's kind of cool because, like, Vivian Leigh had stayed there. There's just some different movie stars that have stayed there, you know. And anyway, so I was there uh, at the command center with my mother. My mother, of course, you know, hanging out. <laughs> I loved her. Drugged all these things. And so I decided to go downstairs into the speakeasy and mount a camera down there. And so I go down there. It's dark. And the speakeasy has a reputation for having a bartender that had passed away there and he's very angry he's very possessive of the, of the area and you know I, I used to get along pretty good with ghosties so i go down there and I'm, i announce why i'm down yeah, there. right you know it's dark i'm announcing while i'm down there and then suddenly and it didn't make my skin crawl i'm just saying suddenly i got this feeling that he didn't want me there yeah and it was overwhelming to the point that instead of walking up the stairs like a normal person i walked backwards up the stairs I was going up in reverse because I didn't want to turn my back on him. Yeah. And at one point, I turned around and I said, please don't hurt me. As I was going up. So I finally get back upstairs. Creepies. Creepies. <laughs> I go upstairs to talk to one of the psychics because I'm like, okay, I, got, I, need, I need someone to like check this out. So I go upstairs to find, I think Sharon was there that night. I go upstairs to find Sharon. And it was like in Poltergeist. As I'm going down the hallway, and everything was lit up in the hotel. As I'm going down the hallway, it got darker. And darker 
and darker. And I thought, no, we're not going that way. So I turned back, go back to the command center, and I had the door open to the speakeasy, and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I don't want that door open. I have a weird feeling. So I shut the door. 11 o'clock rolls around, time for my pain pill. No water. So I, I, I go to the women's restroom, put the pill in my mouth, stick my head underneath the faucet in the, in the women's restroom, and in my mind's eye, I see a man's hand grab my head from behind and shove my head into the wall. Mm. So at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm going outside. I need to regroup. So I did, came back in. By then, the team was down. I was talking to them about it. Felt better because they were all around. Go home. And then my friend, Autumn, who is really a skilled psychic but doesn't admit it, says, you know what? She says, what color were you wearing? And I said, well, I had my white, we call it the tidy daddy shirt on that night. And she says, well, what I'm picking up is that he was just married. And they got into an argument. And they were down in the basement, and he chased her up oh. the stairs in the building, got her in the bathroom, and smashed her head against the wall. Oh, my goodness. Wow. You know? But that's... And I really believe that. She's really gifted. Yeah. We just yeah. told the world, Autumn, you're, it's yeah, out. you're out. You're out. You're yeah. out, honey. <laughs> yeah. She's really gifted. And I just went, wow. And that's what it was. You know, I, I and, and, but that, I mean, I can tell you that feeling was completely different from what happened the other night because the other night was 18 times, 20 times stronger than what went on the other night. I mean, can you imagine was, how angry that young man is that just passed? Yeah. You got to remember, as you first pass over, you're used to creating your flesh size. Yeah. So when you fall out of your body or you're lifted out, you still have the same dimensions and the same feeling and you're kind of thick. You haven't evolved to where you're lighter and, and after a while you get filament looking or orb or something else. But when we first pass over, in fact, that sometimes people with spirit, when they say, look, who's next to me? I, I unconsciously, I'll say, I want more from you. Like the gentleman in the dark. It's almost like I know he was alive in the 40s possibly or the late 30s, but I don't know when he died because he's trying so hard to let me see. So when you have someone who's recently, like two weeks, they're still thick. And so that energy is like yelling all the time as a flesh person. Ah, yeah. He's like shooting off his fireworks energy all over the place. Can you imagine being that angry that you died? That's someone who has not... I shouldn't say it like this. Be happy every day. Because if you do pass like that, you won't pass like that. Mm -hmm. You have to be happy. You have to love your life. And he did. He overloved it. But it was more of a physical thing versus a mental. So he didn't want to be out of his body. He wanted that flesh. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was quite dramatic when she was telling me. I think it even gave me the goosies. Because yeah. those are the people you can't are aware how strong they are and if they wanted to they could hurt you yeah throw things push you because their power is so strong after a while and i've, t I've done this with talks after 20 years being a spirit person do you remember what color socks you had on when you died or what outfit you had we get tired of trying to remember and that's why we become more light we just enjoyed not having to create that size mm -hmm. where this young man was totally one piece mm -hmm. he feels very solid to me and so that power 
yelling all the time. He, I don't know. he just didn't want to go. But I mean, oh, he was really mad. Yes. Can you imagine falling out of your body and going, wait, I didn't want that. What happened? What happened? And then it, you can't fix it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was my experience. And like I said, I slept all day. Usually I'll sleep all the next day after something like that. But I was so wound up yesterday. Uh, they stuck in their life out of you. Yeah, yeah. And then today was the day that I, I went to bed at a decent hour for me, like 1.30, which is good for me. And then woke up at 10.30 and I was still exhausted. So I knew what it was this morning. It was him. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was him uh, sucking all that out of me. But I mean, that that was some fear. I, I knew we were being watched. I knew he was there. I even had kind of like a, a mind's eye thing of him pacing, you mm -hmm. know, back and forth as we were walking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I just, I was just like, let's get out. We, we have to go. We didn't even spend more than, I don't even think we spent 10 minutes there. It was just a that. Wow, that was fast. Lanyard, yeah, because the, the, she found it right away. Because I thought, oh, God, we're going to be searching all over the place. And this guy, you know, I, I, can't, I just can't, I can't be here. I just can't. I just, yeah. It's not happening for me. But she found it right away. But in the time that we were there, it was so intense. So intense. You know. So that was my experience. And so. Whew. But like I said, you can be the best grounded person in the world. And sometimes. You can still get. It just You can still get it. And I got uh, Where was it that I was telling reminding you i was doing a ghost investigation went to a an orphanage oh, yeah. Preston castle and we got there man it just went like this i couldn't hardly stand up and i said it's dangerous in there i just can't go in and that's exactly what she and so one of the other psychics they did go in and that lady who was the other psychic got to the second floor and the floor gave way and she fell through it and i might have been picking up that could have been me because I felt such a, um, almost couldn't stand up. It was almost like taking my breath. Like I couldn't go into that building. And I imagine everybody said, well, what's wrong with that woman? Well, you get enough. Can't always know. I didn't know the other lady fall through the floor. I would have told her, you know, say something. But we just get the pressure, the energy of very negative places. I, I don't know if she told me before, but I know afterwards, Shark told me that it was a very, a very bad place for an orphanage boys that were there it yeah. was not a good home yeah. so you pick up all the energy of all the unfortunate stories the storylines that played out there yeah and then so. just terrible stories oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah so jennifer, hang on a second jennifer i will forward your question to nancy privately okay answer she's going to mean answer what that meant i don't remember no that's that. just something she asked that i think she should forward privately so, you know. so my email, uh, or you go to, you can go to Facebook Messenger if I know you're going to put a note there. Hey, we got a compliment. Look at this. I'm going I'm to post this. Thank you, Kyle. I think it's Kyle. Hang on a second, buddy. We're going we're, we're gonna, to check this out. <laughs> Thank you, dear. <laughs> I am very serious about this in my world. I've been doing this for 32 years. Gave up everything to do this after cancer and a divorce. I realized nothing's guaranteed. I was only 39 when I got cancer and uh, it woke me up. I call it the red brick of God, the red brick effect. Like God said, she ain't getting it. Let's hit her with something, get her on this path. And uh, the passion 
it's tremendous, tremendous. I encourage people to look at this and learn psychic ability or develop it if you already have it just for your own use. And I, I could tell stories all night. Pharaoh's ice cream parlor was told to leave. Pharaoh's mm -hmm. September or September 72. I was there, I was three months pregnant, my second child. Got in there, got right out. And I was not even five minutes out of the building when a plane crashed into it and killed 22 people. Birthday party. Yeah, saved my life more than once. I also knew I was sick. And I got there and I had almost a stage four cancer. And that's what started my journey. So I encourage everybody to step into this. Okay, Char. Everybody, if you enjoyed this, whoops, give, it a give her a thumbs up. And if you find my site, give me one too. Or Facebook. Because I'm, I'll talk for as long as Universal let me. Come on, Nancy and I are like what we call the moldy oldies in this gig. Oh God! For a long time, I've been a Robin a ghost hunter for probably over twenty years, and Nancy, well, we're not <laughs> thirty-two years. But I'm on. I'm also the one for those in Sacramento. I did six six years, five and six tours a year in Sacramento Cemetery, yep. and John Betancourt didn't even believe in this until the first time. And I told him the story about the woman that was crouched over her baby's grave and crying. I had three babies here, three babies. And he thought he got me. The borders of the cemetery had extended across the road at one time. Mm -hmm. And he found out the two names on the stones did not include the third one. And she grieved until she died. And then she went back. My three babies are buried here. That was the first story, the first year, the first tour. And uh, John Betancourt, you know, that was amazing. Everybody out there went to a tour, let me know. Gotcha. Yeah, I can imagine six years and he'd just say, just look at a stone, tell me the story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> think about so it. As a reminder, there will be a Monday show. I won't be here because it's the 4th of July. I know some of you guys probably won't be here, but you can watch it at your convenience. And my guest is going to be Ryan Peterson, P-I-T-T-E-R-S-O-N. And he's going to be talking about paranormal and the Bible. Ooh. And a good conversation about, you know, things in the Bible that are paranormal that nobody really talks about. So we got to do that. Plus, he's really knowledgeable on UFOs and aliens and all that stuff. So we had a grand old time for an hour. So that's going to be my uh, kind of show. Everybody show up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you guys can watch it at your convenience on um, Friday. I will have it set up for 630. But uh to air at 6 30 but you can watch it whenever you know and um so uh yeah so i still got to do the editing on that and put that together it's going to be on youtube so i will put the links up on facebook for you guys to go over there and watch it and if you're and if you can't get to watch it like physically i will set it up on the rss feed so you can catch it on apple and google and all those other places to see it you know to hear it as well uh sunday of course we're going to be reading more about lizzie borden she's committed her murders and now they're starting the basic investigation into who killed the Borden father and mother. So it's getting juicier and juicier and juicier. So I will be continuing with that on Sunday. Okay. I want to thank everybody for coming tonight. Everybody, including the new, new names I saw, which is really kind of cool, you know. And uh, I'm going to see you on Sunday at, uh, well, I'm thinking about maybe 6. Sunday is at 6.30. Because I want, there's some stuff I want to do out in the yard. So... I want, to, I want to only do it in the evenings when it's cool, right? So, yeah, so I'll probably do six, maybe, well, just, just watch Facebook to see when we're going to do it. Probably six or three. 
it blows in the wind with me. So, if you are not part of Shar's link, sign up so you can get these notices. Yes. Yeah. Or go to my site. I have two of them, Nancy. Yeah. Well, I have two sites. So make sure it looks like me because there's other Nancy mats out yeah. there, which is unbelievable. For the new people that are in here, I read if I read from a, a paranormal-based haunted book on every Sunday afternoon. So it's kind of like a wind down from the weekend, even though this weekend's not gonna be a wind down, but it's kind of like a wind down on the weekend where we have an hour story time. But it's it's always paranormal mm -hmm. themed. So we're gonna be doing that on Sunday. I'm gonna be doing that on Sunday anyway. But uh Again, thank you guys for coming. And again, if you if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five people you hate. I'll take anybody. You know? <laughs> that was a good one. And uh, please subscribe if you're watching from YouTube. That's that little ghost down in the bottom right-hand corner with the Sherlock Holmes hat and the magnifying glass. And if you're watching from Facebook or Twitch, uh, please uh, follow because we're going to have a lot of events coming up. In fact, Nancy and I are working on another event, a live event for Facebook. So, uh, yeah, you know, we got lots, we have a lot coming up. So I'm really excited about the future of this show. It's coming along nicely, you know, and uh, I appreciate everybody. Now, this is where I, oh, yes, and visit the websites. Right now, they're both, right now, the one is down, CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com. They're doing some maintenance updates, so it's down for Ooh. a couple days. But CaliforniaHaunts.org, you can go visit and check out what, what we do as a paranormal investigation team. You can check us out over there. And if you need to get a hold of us for anything you might think is a paranormal-related problem, you can get, get a, you know shoot me an email or find me at on Facebook. I'm everywhere. I'm in public. So you can find my regular profile or California Haunts or California Haunts Psychic Teams over there. So you can it's easy to find us. So you can shoot us an email and we'll talk to you about whatever you have going on. Anyway, I think I've said enough, except that always got always to do this. It's my PBS moment. It's time for the PBS thing. <laughs> In that, help us bring, I'm going to read this thing off, help us bring more and exciting informative guests to the show. Donate paypal.me at California Haunts or California Haunts parentheses Venmo, okay? And that's because we are technically a nonprofit, so we work off donations. And so everything you see here with the production of the show comes out of my pocket, or the equipment for the group, transportation, everything like that comes out of my pocket. So if you could find it in your hearts to help me out, that would be great. Otherwise, that's cool too. I mean, I enjoy having you guys around. So we have fun. We yeah. have fun. We that's have fun. What we, do. we have fun. So before we give it, I mean, before Nancy leaves, I'm going to show you Nancy's books and how to get a hold of Nancy. And then we are going to sign off, and I will see you all on Sunday. So here we go. Let it and then we'll Friday. be back next week. Yeah, then we'll be back next week. I'll be back Sunday. She'll be back next Friday. Here's Nancy's info. Websites, nancymats.com, nancymatsauthor.com, and the N, M, and A are capitalized. And then you've got youtube.com forward slash psychic with the N, M, and P capitalized. Here's her books. Help get me out of this funk. Nancy Two Worlds Developing Your Psychic Skills by Nancy Matz. And The Unwilling Sacrifice by Nancy Matz. Kind of sounds like an Oscar thing, you know? And the Oscar goes to. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Books at Amazon, okay? That's where you can get the books. Anyway, thank you all very much, and I appreciate each and every one of you that came in to ask questions and everybody out there listening. I will see you on Sunday for the Lizzie Borden book, okay? We're going to keep reading that. We're going to keep plugging away because actually I'll add in too, not only are we going to cover the trial and what happened after the trial, we're going to cover what happened after with, with the haunted bed and breakfast yeah. and even the house she ended up moving into had a, had activity. So we're going to hear about that later on. All right, guys. I will see you Monday, uh, Sunday. <laughs> good night, everyone. Yeah. Have a good one.